This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he lifts the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. I'm your host, Come Everything Sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority, even if you're chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube. Man, I'll tell you something, honestly. Last, what, 2020, I wanted to bring this guest on. And right when I was bringing this guest on, on the way to the studio, COVID hit. And I was like, you know what? Unbelievable, Jeff. I was thinking, God, I can't believe that we were really hyping it. We're really going to do it. And bless her, she went to the nearest hotel, which was on the way here, and she actually did the interview over the phone. Now, you guys on Instagram Live were tuned in. You're probably thinking, who is this? Who is this? Lara Kicks is on the show. She's dropped by the halftime show to discuss her journey in Muay Thai and kickboxing. And now she kicked COVID-19 and it's on her fight journey. Now, I'm going to have her on the show. And also, we're going to be talking about competing in the UAE Nationals, maintaining her undefeated record. Yes, that's right. Undefeated record. We talk nutrition, recovery, and how to star in the fight game on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse. 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes! We are back and we're back on the Halftime Show on the Half Sharjah on Pulse95 and we have Lara Kicks in the studio. What's going on, Lara? Hi, Omar. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. You know what we were just saying off air? We made it happen. Yes, finally. We made it happen a year and a few months later. Yeah. But we still committed. We, yeah. went, we saw it through. And finally. A lot, and a lot of things have happened for you actually since obviously we last spoke. There's been you know the small thing of something called covid oh just a tiny little <laughs> hiccup you know a little setback but you know you're, you're someone you're someone that trades a lot and you um and you bring this kind of energy when it comes down to, to fighting coaching so many good things how did you adapt to not training once covid kind of hit straight or did you stay active i stayed active really yeah I, I, actually that was a really it's gonna sound uh, ironic but it was a good time in terms of training because yeah. I just got creative and I know you did as well yeah. and I did it online and I did group uh, it was actually how I think I stayed sane during the lockdown and yeah. being stuck at home yeah um, I um, started to do online training sessions um, and involve my friends and people I know and um, I just tried to get active at home and use what I had and use as much equipment I used the stairs at one point when it was safe obviously without crowding and stuff yeah. but um, I didn't try and I kept my momentum the only thing I couldn't get was a boxing bag okay. I did get one just before the gyms opened oh really but yeah but well, it was a, it was a heavy a, bag or it was a stand up bag okay. because I live in an apartment I couldn't use it because it was knocking the floors because <laughs> <laughs> you're probably hitting it too hard that's why it just rocks <laughs> 
<laughs> it rocks. It has to rock. It has to go somewhere. Yeah. What, what was the initial reaction for you like when obviously we heard about the news and obviously, um, you know, you, you, you're you a fighter, you're a coach, you do a lot of things. What was your initial reaction when all this stuff happened? It was slowly like I was, I think I was calm, but mm. it was, it was obviously tough for a lot of us because our, we weren't with our families. They yeah. were in different countries. Yeah. So. Um, I tried. I I actually realized throughout the, the lockdown and quarantine, I put on extra positive. Um, like um, I felt really like tried to be really positive and strong for the people around me. And mm -hmm. I did, as I said, a lot of the online sessions. I involved everybody. I did them like three times a week uh, workouts. Um, but I really went into kind of. I'm going to be really positive and I'm going to thrive through this. I didn't know, we didn't know what was happening. Yeah. We were completely uncertain. I knew if people got COVID back home in the UK. Um, it was stressful, but at the same time, I was just trying to push myself through it as much as possible mm -hmm. and take it as it came day yeah. by day. And yeah. obviously there were ups and downs. Um, I did have a few sleep issues. Uh, so that did, obviously there was something internally happening, but on the outside, I really tried mm. um, just to stay really positive and composed as much as possible and to get on with things and to, uh, just to really get through it the best I could. So I did that. And only after the lockdown had ended, I realized, wow, I was on like full survival mode and trying to get through it as much as possible. Yeah. It was good to an extent, but um, yeah, I realized I did that. I just totally went into a positive mode. Did anything surprise you about the way you handled things? Because obviously, you know, being in a positive mindset, being set and, and having to face, you know, uh, you know, the pandemic, um, did anything surprise you about the way you responded to things? I don't think I was totally surprised. It was only after that, after the lockdown, I'd realized, wow, I was like, a lot of people had come out and they were like, oh, you know, I was totally uh, binge eating, bored at home. I was trying to keep everything as it was. I was trying to keep my routine as it was. Mm -hmm. um, but then after I come, I had come out of the lockdown, I was like, wow, I really went into overdrive and like really uh, tried to stay on top of things as much as possible. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't surprised. I think that tends to be my way with a lot of things. I try to just remain composed, be strong and uh, treat any challenge as an opportunity to grow. Um, but obviously there were physical sides like with the sleep, the sleep, a little bit of insomnia, to be mm. honest. But um, what, I just, what was that from? What was the what was the insomnia? I think from? it was because of the family in the UK and like right. people I knew who were, got symptoms. Mm -hmm. And I was obviously you're so far away and you can't really help. Yeah. So I felt a bit helpless in that situation. Yeah. Um, and so I think that was part of the reason why um, there was a bit of insomnia. Um, but the working out did help. I mean, some of it was not really suited to the conditions. Like I, I did a, a quite a lot of hit, which right. is really high intensity. So with the sleep, that wasn't the greatest. I learned, um, you know, I had to try and um, amend that kind of, uh, or change training. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think that was the reason. It was just kind of being uncertain, being far away from your loved one. So yeah. it was a bit stressful in that sense. Absolutely. But, but it didn't surprise me totally because I think I do kind of push through challenging situations. Yeah. Um, I can work under pressure, and um, but obviously we didn't know what was going on, and there was Absolutely. the uncertainty was unsettling. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, very well put, very yeah. well put. Yeah. Well, we're here now, <laughs> and we're we here. made it. We're here a year later, and we made yeah. it. And I want to pick your brain on something right after the break. I kind of have to give a special shout out to the one and only Kareen. Happy birthday, Kareen! Hope you are well. And Happy again, birthday, Kareen. you know she's. She, by the way, she's 
awesome man she what a, what a sister she, honestly she's someone at the gym uh, at my boxing gym and she's brilliant and it's Aww. her birthday today so happy birthday kareen uh we love your rb and we love you outside as well okay right coming up after the break we've got more of lara kicks as we talk about the undefeated yes i said it undefeated fighter coming up right after the break enjoy folks i'll see you in a bit this is the halftime show with omar adouri This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It sure is that time and the energy is right in the Pulse95 radio studios with Lara Kicks is in the building. Lara, what's up? All is good, Omar. We made it happen, so I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're on, <laughs> absolutely. We've got some questions coming in for you, Lars. I'm gonna, sure. I'm gonna start off with that. Masoud from India is asking, how does she reset? Um, I uh, like to have fun, work hard, play hard. I actually believe in that motto, and um, yeah, I just recently got out of the UAE. I went to Tanzania, Arusha. Um, mm-hmm. There's a great group out here in, the, in, in Dubai actually called Navy DXB. Um, mm-hmm. it was a, it's a sports group. Um, we went away, change of scene. I know that's difficult at this time because of COVID, but I just like to enjoy myself, go to chill out on the movies. I like mm. watching films mm. a lot and that's a nice way to relax. Um, I pray and uh, just Excellent. stay connected to Allah. Ramadan is always a good time of the year because mm. it totally clears my mind and makes me believe, you know, I'm not fully in control. Mm. So um, also that's that's important. Recovery, sleep. Mm. Um, I was tempted to go into the gym yesterday because I've just had a competition on the weekend. Correct. But I was like, no, Lara, do what your body needs to do. Your mind might be wanting it, but I just like to recover, chill out, and yeah. um, just just unwind at home. Yeah. Um. I'm, I like to go out, but there are times when I just need to be alone and just be with my own thoughts and not not be socialising too Absolutely. much. So, yeah. For those that are like probably listening on the radio, if you're not watching on YouTube, you're probably thinking she's got an accent, but she's just said Allah. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'm doing stuff like that, and her name's Lara as well. <laughs> it's just so. <laughs> That's brilliant. You know, I just go. Yeah, you, you you know you mentioned the UAE nationals and you said it so casually. You know, yeah. for those that don't know, uh, Lara <laughs> competed uh, just the other day on at the UAE nationals. The UAE nationals was in 2020 in yeah. January in February 2020. Uh-huh. But I had. A small kind of competition. competition. A gym in, was gym interclub, but it happened last weekend. Yes, as in the Friday just gone. Yes, and, and so it's the first time and I won. So I said that again, really sorry. Good. I won. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I won. Okay, yes. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely. Okay, go um, on. The UAE nationals happened in February 2020, and that was literally a month before the lockdown. And it was it was a really great competition. It was uh, it's national level, mm. so everybody from the UAE was competing. Mm-hmm. It was televised on UAE. TV and it was like uh, the the actual setup was amazing and yeah. that was a massive high and that happened at the beginning of 2020 and nice. then we, we went into lockdown it's yeah. like wow it was kind of like really yeah strange uh, big, it was strange yeah, yeah it was strange but it was such an epic way to start the year to be honest how has your mindset evolved like since we talked 2020 and and now mashallah you're an undefeated fighter as well is that five five hey, and oh five zero five and oh yeah five zero <laughs> But um, no, well, it has it developed. Um, it's I'm a bit more like the other day mm-hmm. because I have well Friday when I competed. Um, I realised I'm a bit more calmer now, whereas before I was slightly immature in my sense. Like even with sparring, I'd yeah. be like I'd have this whole attitude, win, 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 and I still want to win. But 
I'm a bit more, I try to be a bit more controlled now and a bit more relaxed and less kind of um, hype. Like, it's good to be hyped and obviously charged and positive, but like to be controlled and calm. Yeah. That is a different way to handle handle things. And I think that's how I need to handle life. Like, um, sometimes in life you turn to, when you're a bit more immature, you rush through things, you're a bit impatient. And like, that can lead to mistakes mm. because I've got technical uh development points as you call them yes. that need to be improved like with my guard and like yeah. I cannot be rushing if I want to get to the next level of uh, higher fighting because you know some of my technique might work now or my my go forward I'm very go forward in yeah. my attitude of fighting but yeah. I just learned be a bit more controlled be a bit more calm nice. be a bit more uh, grounded in my approach but also be fast and aggressive it's kind of like when you see a swan going yes. fast but they're calm under like, yeah. well they're paddling really fast, fast on the wall, but they look really composed absolutely so I'm trying to have that whereas before it was just like yeah I was yeah. just full on And uh, is that because you've mastered like your fight and flight and you've been able to kind of control yourself better in hyper situations I don't know actually I know on the on, on, on the one it was this recent competition I it, because it's been such a long time since I've been able to compete because of the mm. situation with COVID because I'm not at that level where it's like they've got the like, profiles and stuff I just thought and and one of my friends and coaches in the UK was like Lara have fun you know this is sort of like it's, it's not the level of the nationals it's more of a, a gym interclub but just have yeah. fun enjoy the session and learn from it take away experiences so yeah. so I was like yeah you know um I don't know. I don't have control. I don't know what, what will happen with all the situation, but I just want to enjoy this match. And I want to see my technique used more than just kind of rushing forward and like losing some of that technique. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's just the situation, life, the way things have happened, yeah. feeling, and also just also believing that, you know, I have believing in more in my skill set and what I can do without having to really be like rush forward and be yeah. really a pressure fighter yeah um so i'm trusting more in the process a bit right so, nice yeah you know obviously we all face challenges and people always have advice and opinions on on fighters and what sort of challenges they face but what oh, sort of challenges always have opinions yeah <laughs> but i want you to tell us what kind of challenges do you face when you enter the ring when you choose to fight so um I took this one on like on the weekend. I, I was a short last minute um, kind of. I found out very last like a few weeks beforehand. Mm -hmm. But um, it's just really. First of all, you have to do the weight cut, and um, it's been a whole year and six months since mm -hmm. the nationals, and so you know you have to find that motivation. And everyone was like, "How did you do it? You yeah. just trimmed down in light space." It wasn't. This, it was fast. It yeah. was a fast approach. Because for those that don't know, a weight cut will normally take six weeks yeah. minimum, and it you did it in two weeks. Times. I did about three, three, three weeks and a bit. Like I mm -hmm. cut down, mm -hmm. and I was really strict, like yeah. with everything. Uh, and I didn't even crave like some things. I was just like, I've got a goal. I need to get down. Uh, this is the weight I've put forward. This yeah. is what I'm comfortable with. Yeah, I'm gonna cut. And yeah. I was in the gym every day. I did get like a sauna, like a sweatsuit, to get rid of any uh, water retained, retention. Water retention. Yeah. Because, it, you know, um, but that was a challenge, physical challenge, obviously. Um, and then you again, you have to be sparring and like mm. preparing. Sparring is the most, for people who don't know, but that's like sort of practicing your skills on somebody else. Yeah. So sparring, so whilst you're cutting calories and you're detoxing sort of, you have to have the energy to be able to go rounds because that's your practice. Yeah. So it was a physical challenge. Um, 
mentally again you're like oh you forget like you don't really in in other parts of the world into clubs or the competitions t- tend to happen a lot more mm-hmm. the amateur st- scene is still being built up here so yeah. mentally you have to like get past any thoughts or limitations limiting beliefs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to visualize somebody uh, nice. I follow um, he's a he's an ex-Olympian boxer and he said he uses visualization so I really like to visualize what's his name uh, Tony Jeffries shout out to Tony Jeffries yeah <laughs> he's great actually I've subscribed to his program I'm yeah. also subscribed to a another person's online program, mm-hmm. Liam Harrison, okay. eight times world champion. I subscribe to him as well. Excellent. Um, and like I follow all of their pop, like their videos and like online training. Mm-hmm. But it is um, about getting in control of your mind and thoughts. And people are like, who, who's, you know, who's the op- opponent? What are they like? Sometimes I don't want to know too much, especially now when we're yeah. still at this level of yeah. amateur. So I can't pre-think about it too much. Yeah, you can't overcomplicate it. Overcomplicate, don't overcomplicate it. Be ready. Yeah. Train hard. Yeah. Because if you don't train hard, you'll regret it. Like yeah. push yourself to the max. As long as you tried your best, then you can say you know and, you've done it. And do you tailor off closer to the fight? Do you, do you tailor off your training and manage yeah 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 to I totally yeah. rest. Good. Like um I mean my previous class coach was like completely rest. This my 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 current coach is like keep your body warm so you can go for like a light yeah. jog. I like to keep it a little bit warm, but. I won't go on like a long run yeah. or like, you know, you have to store energy. Yeah. And your fitness levels are your fitness levels at this Correct. stage, you know? Correct. So like a few days before, you just need to rest so you don't go into the ring already fatigued yeah. and tired. Correct. So yeah, I definitely do that. And just work on stretching. Brilliant. So you're not like, you know, you're relaxed and stuff. So. Wicked. All right, cool. coming up after the break, we're going to play some Georgia Smith for you. And before we play some Georgia Smith, shout out to Florin, who just got engaged recently as well, all the way from New York, by the way, one of the most avid listeners and most Congratulations. Raised. Congratulations, <laughs> Florin. Okay, coming up, I'm going to talk to her more about her challenges. There's a couple of things I want to touch base with her and we're going to do that right after the break. So enjoy some Georgia Smith and we'll be right back after this. Enjoy, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Pole 95. 95. Oh, he loves the fire and This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It sure is that time, and it's the right time to be tuned in. And listen, if you just tuned in and kicking yourself for missing the show, don't worry, you can catch all our shows on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, if you like a podcast, or if you prefer a visual and want to see our guests, head over to the YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and you get to see the whole episode, commercial-free, music-free, ad-free, just the guests and me. Wow, I'm rhyming as well today. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering who's that laughing in the background, that is Lara Kick. She's in the building. Yeah, 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 guys. Calm down in the studio. She's already been asked for autographs already as we came in. But saying that, Lara, we had some questions and some really good questions coming in from our listeners saying if she had a chance for mental health awareness to go viral how would she do that now i know you've got a background in marketing so this would be i I have a feeling this would be really good but what would you do um i would bring it into uh i would relate it to sports because i think it's 
we need to be we need to action it we need to get people physically involved into it as well because I think mind and body are connected so mm. and and I was saying to you like a lot of people get into uh, Muay Thai or boxing to, to, to actually work through certain issues and it helps them to channel emotions and expressions in quite a healthy way yeah um, so I would involve the sports side of it as well so people can come uh, socialise because te- team sports are really great for socialising as well and for them to physically change their physiology to move so mm. that that you know you release so many chemicals endorphins serotonin so I would involve sports and social media and we communicate openly I think there's a lot of open communication as well but there'll be some chats as well because not everybody wants to be open about their mental health correct I think that situation was as well with some genders like sometimes males as well or I think people uh, see it as a slight taboo which is really weird because if we like for example if you hurt your shoulder we talk about it it's very open but mental health I think there is still a little bit of um, uh, you know we need some level of confidentiality so maybe like a group or take it like try and drive it offline as well Mm. um, because not everybody wants to be online but channel the overall message through social media let people know that it's okay you know we we need to talk Absolutely. and we need to be open about these things mm. and work through it. And, and sometimes you just need to talk and let those things go. So sports and communication. I'll yeah, I like that. it. I yeah. like it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Plan this one. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know what? I see a collaboration Reset. happening. Yeah. yeah, there she is. <laughs> Great word, that is. Um, okay, another question coming in for you. What advice do you have for young and up-and-coming girls coming into the sport? Um, I'd say... Um, you know, actually, the next, the next generation. I, I do train with a lot of teenage teenagers. I have a yeah. lot of teenagers that mm-hmm. I work with, and they don't have some of the hang-ups that we have from our generation. Like they don't think the way, like you know, that it's uh, some sort of um, restricted. Um, it's not a girl sport. They just do it. Yeah. So, I I would just hope that they get access to uh, gyms or, or coaches that can mentor them and help them and sort of show them the way Mm. um so i would hope that that they can get access to that you know um so they're they're at good gyms where they feel comfortable um and find uh trainers that help them to feel um comfortable and at ease and like they can do it you can do it so any any young girl can get into this um there's no reason why they can't Uh, there are different levels obviously and different stages of progress Mm. um and as long as it's not rushed then there's no problem and some people would want to go into competing Others would treat it as a sport. Um, I think so there's this whole thing of stop worrying about, you know, what girls should or shouldn't do mm-hmm. and just find the space you're comfortable with um, and slowly take time. The journey takes time. So yeah. don't be rushed. Don't feel pressure to certain to achieve certain things, but just enjoy it and go for it. Yeah, yeah. I go like that. It. I like the fact you said enjoy it and go for it. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in competition and, and just trying to be the best that we kind of forget to enjoy. No, you have to enjoy the journey because it's, you know, you, you, you'll get frustrated if you don't. And like it, with this Muay Thai, you're constantly trying to improve um, and develop. And it's not, and with boxing, with other sports as well, to progress mm-hmm. even like, I don't know much about uh, ballet, but I see the levels and the way people progress and other kind of sports like that. It does, it takes time, mm. swimming, running, it takes time. So if you don't enjoy the process, then you're not, you're not going to, really want to turn up to training it's it's supposed to be fun mm. let's let's remember like why that. we started so I it should like be that. fun uh, without pressure yeah now adding on to that question the last question family is a big part of you know following mm-hmm. our dreams yeah. and trying to achieve things that we love and enjoy in the process how has it been for you with your family 
uh, seeing a wo- woman get into sport and a sport that is contact? So my family, I mean, I have always been into sports, so swimming and running and uh, you know, in the in the UK at school, we did a lot of sports in the curriculum, mm. um, and that was all fine until we got into the combat side of sports. Yeah. So, um, my mum has had a little bit of a challenge, kind of um, accepting it as a okay. sport, and mm-hmm. she, only because she perceives it, but like so many people do, as um, sort of risky. Mm-hmm. But it is. To, but yeah. So they perceive it as a bit risky, uh, and they perceive it as a little bit aggressive. Mm-hmm. But over time, they've come to um, accept it. My mum and my my siblings and. Um, so they've come to to see it as my passion, especially yeah. now that I've left my corporate role to do to work in this area full time and to coach others. They start to see it as a passion. They've seen it develop. Um, they've been, uh, you know, they've seen that won my national. So um, they're accepting it slowly, but initially it was kind of a surprise. They're just not used to it. It's like the perception of it is is that it's, it's aggressive, it's violent. And to a lot of people, you know, it's just perceived to be. Uh, kind of violent but um they're slowly coming to terms with it so it's not mm. been particularly easy but um they're happy that i'm sort of happy in a way mm. yeah and has but. that experience changed the way you think of how you're going to be with your kids yeah that's a hard question actually because i think you know um you know if 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 like when if and when i have kids like would i if, if they wanted to compete or do some mm. of the stuff that i've done like kind of you know how would i feel um but I think yeah, it would. Uh, it wouldn't necessarily be easy to watch like somebody of your, to fight or whatever it, it is they want to do. But I think I would be um, accepting of it and I'd try. But um, yeah, you still have your concerns, you know, because you know mm. what you could potentially happen in these, yeah. in in all areas of it. You know, even just the training, the sparring and stuff. But um, yeah, it's just trust and like trusting that they have some sense. So. Mm. I like that. I like <laughs> yeah. that. You know, um, Lara. For those that don't know, obviously. You've, you've, you mentioned it earlier, you've kind of switched worlds from the corporate world to, to, to following into fitness and health and stuff. It, it hasn't been easy, yeah. but has it been worth it? Absolutely. I, I, I always go to bed at night knowing that I've given 100%, that I've somehow impacted some. I, I, I train with a lot of teenagers mm. and uh, women, and I always feel like they come away with something, and I feel really good about it, and mm. I'm chasing my passion. I, I don't look forward to the weekend to... to kind of escape the week I work on my weekends because I have clients on weekends so I love what I do I I get up and I'm really like happy that I can watch videos of fights and go out and do what I love you know and I'm also venturing into fashion now sportswear so what's the the sportswear? Laura Active (laughs) little little plug there (laughs) you can follow it on Instagram soft launch but no I'm just doing stuff that I really I'm lucky enough to be able to have got to myself to a stage where I can use my skill mm. as a as a as a job you can call it and yeah. and when you when you do what you love you don't work like you know it's it's it's, it's worth it it's not even stress it's yeah. like kind of passion and i really enjoy every moment so yeah. and i chose to do it yeah um so yeah I, I look forward to my sessions and i don't kind of escape the week so mm. that's a big turnaround for me and um yeah it's just good fun what, i really love it what's the short term and what's the long term goal um so 
short term, I work with my clients and I just take on uh, new clients um, on a regular basis or build the clients I have or just um, develop. Mm-hmm. A short term, I'm always going to the gym and just working on improving my skills. Yeah. Um, I've launched various areas of clothing. Um, I'd like my clothing brand to take off and to yeah. become a massive brand and global mm-hmm. and work out to be something really big. I'm not, you know, I really intend to, to try my best with that. Um, some people have wondered if I'd like to open up some sort of gym or academy or that's how this has been called but mm-hmm. I don't know I, I just take it as it comes for now Yeah. Um, but yeah it's just uh, working on building um, more um, the, the sports brand up the fashion wear and training myself yeah I'd potentially like to do a pro fight in, okay. nice. for a certain organisation in the UAE um, let's see how it goes you know can I come and watch that if there's no COVID restriction, please come along and bring come. that energy you brought. Damn. You have today. <laughs> I would love that. I would be so happy. I'll go you hear me in a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. That's, that's 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 a goal. But you know, you have to have big goals. Um, whether or not it happens, I don't know yet with the situation. Charlotte and, will. But I'll work hard. Charlotte yeah. will. Watch out. I'm telling you. Inshallah. Watch out. She's Inshallah. coming. She's coming, people. She's coming. <laughs> all Yay. right. <laughs> yeah, she's happy now. Um, all right, guys. So we're going to take a quick break uh, now and we'll be right back after the break. We've got the Adan coming up and then um, we've got more of Lara. So keep those questions coming in uh, on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Maduri on on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show. With Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time! It sure is that time. You know what? Unfortunately, it's almost full time on the halftime show. We're having a good time here in the studio. And if you are tuning on the Instagram Live, you would have seen a good conversation we're having about how the world has been reset and how Lara Kicks aims to take over the world in one more year's time. <laughs> I said it here, people. I said it here. Um, okay, Lara. So uh, a couple of things I wanted to kind of pick your brain on when it came down to that. Uh, let's just have a look. Hold on. Uh, I wish I would just come home. Or I wish I would really just come away so I can hear, stop hearing that song. Is it going to come home, Lara? It's coming home. <laughs> it's coming home. We have to believe it's coming home. Come on. There you go. The UK have been through enough this year. So let's let's just make like, have that one positive thing to look forward to. Yes. Well, yes. not one, but a positive a thing. Positive. Yeah. A positive thing. A positive thing. Wait, come on, people. Um, okay, so, um, Lara, there's been a couple of things I wanted to ask you about. How, how much of the fighting game is based on nutrition? Oh, it's important. Mm. It's so important. Like, a lot of the fight game, you have to have really good cardiovascular. Mm. Um, and it is it is a young person's sport. And if, you, if you're, um, like, obviously, like, I'm, you know, certain age now where I need to be really looking after my nutrition. Because yeah. if I don't... It, it was as well preparing for this competition I really started to eat just pure clean dieting like nutritious food it gives you good energy um, it's good for your cardio if you eat like greasy processed food then don't expect your cardiovascular to be at its best Mm. and with this sport you need to be fast you need to move a lot you know um, there is strength involved of course but it is heavily related on cardio 
When your adrenaline's high, your breathing's high, if you have poor nutrition or poor habits, that will come out on mm. the day. Mm. Um, and uh, it just helps you with your recovery. What you, you are, what you eat. You need to have protein for your muscles, of course. Um, healthy carbohydrates for energy. Um, and there are really good diet nutritionists out there. I would like to work with one if I had to do like a, another weight cut because, mm. again, it's really good to eat a diet that optimizes your health but helps you to get into your best shape. I nutrition like is everything. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I truly believe I'm, that. I'm, I've had some wicked nutritionists on the show as well, by the way, yeah. so I'll definitely connect you with a couple when uh, when the time comes right for your profile. Oh, um, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm committed on radio to a profile. That's good. <laughs> well done, <laughs> Yeah, any nutritionists out there? Please. Yeah. How much is it based on recovery? Recovery is so important. Mm. Again, because it's cardio based, if you push your heart rate to a to a rate where it's constantly, you know, you're 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 constantly working hard and you're not sleeping well, yeah, you're going to be slow. You're not going to be agile. You're not going to be fast on your feet. Your reaction speed reaction speed is going to be slow. Mm -hmm. um, just you won't be able to think on your feet. Um, and you just be tired and sluggish. Mm. And, it, and even if you're not, you are creating more harm than good for your body. Mm -hmm. So recovery is really, really important. Um, in Thailand, they do a lot of running before fights, like 10Ks and like to have a good pace and to enjoy it, you should be able to sleep well mm. and even nap during the day just to get your energy levels up. So recovery and uh, nutrition are really important. God, there's going to be a few people really happy when you said about the nap because they, they love napping during the day. Oh, napping is actually not a bad idea, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like if you can get a siesta in, then yeah, yeah if you're yeah. one of those people. Also, ice baths are really popular. Yes, yeah. Lara, tell me about the ice baths. I think that is a good... I, I saw you, you tried... I want to try that ice bath. Oh, yeah, that was serious. Yeah, I need to try that. That was serious. Benoit was amazing. He yeah. was on the show as well, the Mind. ice man. He's just like... I actually kind of like the look of that more than I like... I like cryotherapy, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think I've tried cryotherapy, yeah. but the ice bath, um, that's the way they do it in some of the gyms in Thailand. Just sit in an ice bath and it just reduces all your inflammation. Um, I need to get yeah. you on that. Yeah, I want to try that it. Is, I think I think, I think the thing. best thing about that, again, and I have no affiliation with either Cryo or, or the Iceman himself, but I think the best thing about the ice bath is the fact that the prep work that goes in before you go into the ice bath. I think that for me was the game changer when it comes down to the recovery side because he teaches you how to breathe. Yeah, breathing is Now, how really is breathing important. linked with people that are starting to get into fighting is the fact that it helps you control your breath in high pressure situations, which normally, and this is something, this is really funny. When I, when I did the ice bath the first time, uh, Benoit had no idea about anything about my background, didn't follow me on Instagram, nothing. And he said, why are you fighting the ice? Wow. Yeah. And, and it, it all often resembles and reflects on what you do in life. So I didn't know, he didn't know anything and I didn't know he knew that. And he said, just you need to be able to control and manage your breathing, which then when it comes down to a high pressure situation, you will be able to manage that the same way. And that's why I asked you earlier about fight or flight, because I know the way the brain works with sympathetic versus parasympathetic is important in performance. And you do that already naturally. So I definitely would recommend that. And I think I really that's... I want uh, to try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. We'll connect the dots for you um, after yeah. the show and, and make sure, sure you get your, sure. your ice session. I think it's great recovery, yeah. Brilliant. Okay, uh, before we wrap up, because it's, it's full time, it's rushed, it's, it's flown by. Um, how can we follow you if we don't follow you already? And is there anything coming up you want to share with us? Um, yeah, so it's Lara underscore kicks underscore DXB mm -hmm. Instagram. That's where most of my content is. And uh, and then you'll see my uh, sportswear link to that to that uh, profile. 
Um, at the moment, no major um, plans coming up. I'm just taking it as it comes. Yeah. I'm working with all of my um, clients, enjoying it, and I'm just going to get um, back in the gym and keep developing and progressing. But if there are any uh, big uh, projects coming up or news, I'll, I'll sure to be uh, sharing it. So, yeah. So I like it. So make sure you stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay, stay tuned. tuned. You know, <laughs> I, hope, I hope you enjoyed uh, the show today as much I really as I did. did. Yeah, I really loved coming on, Omar, and I'm glad we made it happen after COVID. And, uh, you know, it's been a year and a half in the waiting. So yeah. I'm really happy to have come in and share this wonderful show. Thank you so which much. Which I listen to on my drive time a lot. Thank so you. Thank you. Thank you. Love it. There you yeah. go, folks. We have reached full time on the halftime show. That was Lara Kicks. Make sure you follow her and also stay tuned because hopefully there'll be some big news coming out of her very, very soon. Remember, you can catch it every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday, 3 to 4. And if you do miss our shows, don't worry. The podcasts are available on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Or if you prefer a visual, head over to the YouTube Pulse 95 Radio and we are there. That's out for me and Lara, guys. Have a fantastic day. Coming up next is uh, Afternoon Karak with Aisha Mazmi and Mikael Atiyah. Guys, take care and stay blessed. We're out. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.